Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Faith Focus Weekly Discipleship Podcast. My name is Kevin Rognes, and I'm the Discipleship Director here at Faith Covenant Church. And we talk about a lot of things on this podcast, so make sure that you subscribe, whether you're on YouTube or listening on any of the major podcasting platforms, to make sure that you never miss an episode. And be sure to share with your friends as well. Today, I am joined by Pastor Brad Kindle, our lead pastor. He's from the next office over. Um, and you're talking with us today about intentionality in discipleship. And so before we go into that, I just want to remind our, all of us who have been listening and um, anybody who's really attended here at Faith, we often talk about discipleship as walking with God, with other people, with God's Word. And so that's what we have kind of loosely defined discipleship. There's lots of ways to talk about discipleship, mm -hmm. but what would you say about that definition? Add to it, clarify, simplify. Yeah, so let's let's start with just the simple word with. If we want to understand what it means to be a disciple, um, disciple discipleship always happens with. Mm -hmm. With God, with each other. It includes God's word, with God's word. You can't make a disciple of Jesus without God's word, but being uh, and, and, and making disciples of others, it, maybe the best way to think about it is um, Jesus and the disciples. Mm -hmm. So what did they do? They, they, were, they walked with Jesus. Um, they ate with Jesus. They uh, had fun with Jesus. They sat around the fire with Jesus. Um, they traveled with Jesus. You know, it, it was a, a with-growing opportunity. Um, disciples aren't made in caves for a long period of time. I think it'd be wonderful, you know, the, the, the church history is filled with people who spent time in caves seeking to know <laughs> God more. But you, eventually you have to come out of the cave and you have to be with others mm -hmm. because uh, we make disciples with each other. But if, if I could be even more specific, a disciple is simply a learner. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, all kinds of teachers have learners. Mm -hmm. um, in Christianity, the disciple making, though, is more kind of master to student. Um, and like think of a, a master cellist with a, a student cellist. Um, Jesus being the master is teaching his apprentices. And I just want to remind everyone, if you go out to our cafe area, there's a great verse on the wall from Matthew 28. Um, that says, therefore, go and make disciples. And we very specifically, in the background behind that verse on the wall, there are all these words in gray. And there are words like follower, learner, apprentice, worshiper. Those are, we put those words behind there just to make sure we're very clear what a disciple is. So if you're ever curious about what a disciple is, you can go to that wall and go, oh, it's all this. <laughs> Yep, go to that wall, get your coffee, and then go back to the wall and there you go. sip your coffee and mull that over. There you go. So, yeah. so speaking of sipping coffee and being here on Sunday mornings, um, a lot of people will, uh, kind of focus their discipleship time on Sundays because mm -hmm. that's the time where we gather together for worship, for a sermon. Um, it's a great opportunity to talk to people, hang out with people. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, we often, within our staff and within our small groups, talk about how this is not the only method of discipleship. Mm -hmm. Why do we say that Sunday, that our, that our walk with God is more than just Sunday? Well, if 
Again, and discipleship is more than just... Yeah, so go, one, just go back to uh, Jesus and the disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't say, hey, I'll see you one hour once a week. And uh, with the expectation that they would grow and understand his teaching. Mm-hmm. No, they did life with him. And they so, left their jobs to be with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they put, the, put down their nets and left everything to follow him. And so it, <clears throat> disciple making and discipleship, um, growing disciples is is a, a a life journey with God and with each other with God's word. And so the corporate gathering, the the church gathering yeah, in worship and devoting ourselves to God's word, that's absolutely vital. I mean, I was just thinking about that this this morning. Um, so studies show these days that people are going to church one to two times every six weeks if and they might call themselves a committed Christian. And and I thought, wow, if you think about that. So that means, and if you're not involved in any other disciple-making opportunity in your life, then you would be participating in growing in your relationship with Christ um, 12 to 18 hours a year. But that's... <laughs> It's not a lot. That's not a lot. I mean, no. if you think about, you know, if I if I wanted to go accomplish, if I wanted to run a marathon and said, well, I'm going to run a marathon, but I'm only going to train, you know, 12 hours every year, it's, it's going to be impossible. I would, I would and very actually painful too. I yeah, it'd be very, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd be hurting on a yes. race day. Um, so we actually miss out when we define when we kind of put disciple making in a box and and only carve out um, little chunks of time. You know, it's, it's all God's time yeah. and God desires us to be attentive to our relationship with him and our relationship with others in time. And that includes basically all time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, anyway, we can talk a lot about that, but I'll be quiet now. What's your next question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just always think about how for me, I have a lot more time than a lot of my peers because I'm single and I don't have kids. Sure. But how do, um, let me rephrase, for families that have young kids that are in activities and in school, it's a lot harder to prioritize time at church or mm-hmm. time in small groups because they'd have to find babysitters or find events with childcare, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. And their kids have lives too. So how in this kind of environment, how do we prioritize and make time for discipleship? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is everyone makes time for what they value most. Mm -hmm. Um, It it doesn't matter what your your thing is. um, You will make time for it if you value it. And so one of the ways we understand our values is by looking at the way we're crafting um, time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how we move through time, uh, what our calendars look like. Um, I will say the value, so yeah, there are a couple of thoughts. Let, let, let me go here. <clears throat> so the, the great commission of the, of the church, Jesus just after his ascension, brings the disciples together. Before his ascension, he says, therefore, go make disciples. And one of the things that's interesting about um, that challenge to go make disciples is it can be also translated as, as you go, make disciples. And so the, it's, it, 
it can also mean that wherever you go, make disciples. So as you move through space, um, make disciples. And not, not space, you know, <laughs> by the moon. As you move through space and time, you know, make your life be make your life an apprenticeship to Jesus mm -hmm. and help other people understand what it is to be an apprentice of Jesus. Um, and, you know, it, I just want to challenge um, parents right now, just for a second. Because, because they're not challenged enough already. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> One more. Right, right. Uh, you know, here's and here's my challenge. So my parents are, my, my um, kids are now all adults. And, um, but I was, uh, I, I, you know, a life as a father. And here's, here's my challenge. I thought I had so much time when my kids were young. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, they're seven years old. And I have time to explain to them my life in Christ, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I just kept thinking, I have time. And I was a pastor, you know. <laughs> My kids went to church every Sunday. They're involved in children's ministry and then youth ministry. And But I kept thinking, I have time. But, you know, think about it. And that, you know, as you get older, you see time time gets smaller. Mm -hmm. And so so I have a child that's a, a seven-year-old, for example. Okay, so well, just double that. Probably those seven years went pretty quickly. Well, seven years from your seven-year-old... Well, you're, that seven-year-old is now a high schooler, a 14-year-old. The time goes like that. Mm -hmm. And I'll be frank and say, I regret I wasn't even more intentional. Now, mm -hmm. I, was a, I am a pastor. My kids knew. Dad's a pastor. <laughs> and, and did I read my Bible at home? I did. Interestingly, though, I was just thinking about this today. I read it on my computer most of the time. Huh. And as I look back, I think, you know what? I wish they'd seen me actually with the, with the book. Yeah. Because then they would see the val the, the dad values this book. Because I did a bunch of others. I worked on my computer. You know, I was mm -hmm. reading the paper, on the, the, <laughs> the news on my, on my computer. Right. So I didn't stop every time and say, and now, kids, I'm reading, I'm reading the, Bible. the Bible. No, they just saw dad on his computer. Mm -hmm. And I, I really regret that they didn't see me more reading the Bible. And I was reading the Bible, but mm -hmm. what they saw was dad's on his computer. Yeah. Um, and so the idea that, um, that as you go as a parent, as you go as a grandparent, as you go with nieces and nephews and friends, as you go, make your, make the dialogue with God constant and make the dialogue with others about God constant. And, and and that even comes to, you know, you might be in dialogue. We Noah and I, Noah from staff, we were just at, at a Vietnamese restaurant. And, um, you know, we go out of our way to be extra kind to the people serving us mm -hmm. at, at the restaurant. Now, we did so in the name of Christ. Um, so that whenever they see us, while they may not hear us, um, you know, explain the four spiritual laws or, you know, the book of Revelation or something to them. Um, hopefully they witness Christ in us. Mm -hmm. But there comes a time where we have to um, intentionally move dialogue with our kids, with our parents, with our grandparents, um, 
with the people around us toward Jesus. Because why? Because we're Christians. <laughs> we're Christ ones. Yeah. And and that gets to be um, that gets to be part of how we talk. Mm-hmm. It should be. It should yeah. be part of our language, part of our our going. Yeah. And I really like what you said at the beginning about how you understand more about what you prioritize when you look at how how you spend your time. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it'd be easy for me to be like, well, I work at a church, so clearly I spend most of my time on sure. God stuff. Yeah. But then if I think about, okay, when I'm not working, what am I spending most of my time on? Mm-hmm. And that's just something interesting to think about is that's a really good measure of where your priorities are. Mm-hmm. And that can help you clarify, how do I need to reorganize things or maybe let go of some things mm-hmm. to make that time mm-hmm. yeah. for God? So... With all that said, then, um, if a person is ready to and willing and excited to spend more time in discipleship and growing, what is Faith Covenant doing to help them with that? How can we walk alongside them? What can you engage in at Mm -hmm. Faith Covenant? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to name a bunch of things, Mm -hmm. and then you can fill in whatever I'm leaving out. Sounds good. But... um, so let let's start with um, something very simple. Like um, our church, it, it would be really neat if a church had a podcast devoted simple simply to disciple making. Oh, if only we had that. Yeah, that would mm. be nice. Hmm. Yeah, I'll think about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so well, that's one one uh, one way. Um, uh, another way is you know very specifically we have uh, as we think about. Wednesdays coming up this fall, uh, we have Awana Together is a brand new initiative in children's ministry, but but, but not just for kids. It's for uh, parents and grandparents who have kids in their lives, and it can even be single people with kids in their lives. Um, it is an intentional time to come together and help kids learn what it is to be a disciple of Jesus, but also help um, the adults in their lives learn what it is to follow Jesus, helping kids follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a very holistic look at how uh, families can literally make disciples or uh, make disciples as they go make disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I would, I would if parents, if you're going to think of one thing this fall to prioritize in terms of your kid's life, I would put a wanna together as number one. Because uh, there's nothing that you will be a part of with your kids that will help them and you grow as a family closer to Christ. Now, also on Wednesday nights, we're going to have, um, uh, I'm leading a men's ministry. We're going to be going through Second Timothy and uh, some of the other smaller uh, epistles in the New Testament. And one of the reasons, one of the ways I do that particular group study is I do it in a way that helps people learn, helps guys learn how they could then walk with another mm-hmm. with God's word. It's very intentional that way. And it's a drop in. You don't have to come every, you know, if you're brand new to faith, just show up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sign up or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't come for a month, that's fine. Just show up the next month. The next month. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, we also have women's ministry. We're working right now in our youth ministry. Um, in uh, we're interviewing some people to uh, find a new leader for youth ministry for the fall. 
Um, so when, there's Wednesday night. Uh, we also have Sunday mornings, our grow hour. Mm-hmm. Um, our grow hour is designed specifically to help all age groups grow closer to God. Uh, and so there's going to be our, uh, there'll be children's ministry, there will be youth ministry, there will be um, your class, which I'll, we can talk about one second. There's a parenting class mm-hmm. uh, taught by Pastor Sarah. There's the legacy grandparenting uh, class, uh, which is all designed to help grandparents learn how to disciple their grandchildren. Um, and then the thing we're working on called... It's called Having Bodies. And so it's going to be a class that somewhat goes along with the sermon series that we're going to be um, in this fall. Um, but it's going to be focused on matters of gender and sexuality, marriage, singleness, a lot of those things. Um, it'll probably last a little bit longer than the fall, probably kind of bleed into January and maybe even beyond that, depending on how uh, how the discussions go and how much time we realize we need mm-hmm. to spend as we go. Um, but I'm really excited about that. Um, it's an area where a lot of people have a lot of questions in the church and um, I think a lot of people think that they should have that fig- stuff figured out mm-hmm. because we're Christians. We should know the answers, but sometimes a life in Christ is more about the questions that we have. Right. And so this is going to be a space to have those questions, ask those questions, um, and just try to learn from that. Yeah. And so I'm really excited. So we're going to be kind of co-teaching that. Mm-hmm. And um, again, it's going to somewhat attach or connect to the sermon series that we're doing this right. as well. Yeah, so Kevin's really writing point on it. I'm making some appearances in there. <laughs> that, that class is really designed to deal with the, the questions that are pressing on so many people mm-hmm. regarding issues of, essentially, why did God give us bodies? Mm-hmm. Um, because, what do we do with them? <laughs> yeah. It, it, we, we're not just... Um, uh, we're not just souls, <laughs> mm-hmm. and our bodies aren't just, you know, our Honda Civics. Um, <laughs> uh, we are uh, enfleshed souls, mm. and, and our bodies are part of our very selves. Yeah. And, um, and part so, of God's creation. Right, right. Yeah. And so it'll be, and, and, you know, just to remind everybody, you will eternally have a body. Uh, you're, we're not all ghosts floating around in the ether yeah. uh, in, in heaven eternally. We're, we we live in a physical eternal eternality. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, and then <clears throat> there are different small groups. Um, you know that people are a part of within uh, the congregation. I would uh, you know I'll do a shameless plug. Not a shameless plug. Um, I'll do a big <laughs> plug for um, community Bible study, which mm-hmm. happens every Monday night. Here at Faith Covenant Church, if you've ever wondered about two big apocalyptic prophetic books in the Bible that are very perplexing, the book of Daniel mm-hmm. and then the book of Revelation, uh, come on Monday nights. Starts um, September 12th here uh, uh, at Faith at 7 p.m. and grow closer to Christ. Walk with God with each other, uh, with God's Word, with community Bible study. Um, and you can get more information from that uh, from our website or just search Community Bible Study, Burnsville, Minnesota, and you'll find it. Another couple of things I'll add real quick on Wednesdays. Um, in addition to the men's women, men's ministry and women's ministry for adults, we also have Discovery Bible Experience, oh, right. which is yep. another thing, kind of like Brad's uh, men's ministry, where you can just show up on a week-to-week basis and you don't have to have you know, been involved. You can just kind of show in any any week and you won't have... Mm-hmm. 
you won't be behind, you're not missing homework, there's no homework or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So that's one opportunity. Um, we also have a service opportunity on Wednesdays because service is an important part mm -hmm. of discipleship too. It's serving the community and in serving, we are emulating the life of Christ. And so there's lots of ways to serve throughout the congregation. Um, but notably on Wednesdays, we've just begun a new ministry called Loaves and Fishes, which is actually a national organization. We talked about this in a couple of, a couple episodes ago, um, but it's a really great uh, community meal that we're offering to the Burnsville community. So For free. Yes, for free. So you can drive in and pick up your meal and go home if you like, or once our uh, Sunday night, or excuse me, Wednesday night programs get started this fall, you can come with your family, get your meal at 5.30, and stay here and eat the meal with your family, and then yeah. go to Awana together. Yeah, and so that sort of thing. Yeah, so Wednesday night ministries start at 6.15, mm -hmm. but you can show up anytime really, you show up at 6 o'clock, 5.45, 5.30, and get uh, a loaves and fishes meal uh, and sit inside the church and eat it and then go to the west of uh, the west, the, the west. rest At of west. our ministry. The west, young man. Yeah. <laughs> Ministries that night. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I should add, Kevin, women's ministry. Pastor Shar will be on me. If in a, in, um, we are doing a women's ministry book study this fall. Yes. And it's going to be great. Yep. We're but not doing it, but we're not. The, the women are, yes. We are. The church is. There you go. <laughs> we are not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you have opportunities to be a part of, and there's even more volunteer opportunities. So, if you want to serve on Sunday mornings, um, you can contact us as well. We're always in need of people to greet, to be mm -hmm. ushers, um, to work in the sound booth and do slides, all kinds of different things. Um, one, one distinction that I want to make um, and kind of talk a little bit about is that your participation in these things is not something that we want from you. Um, it's something mm -hmm. that we want for you. Mm -hmm. um, this is not something that makes us feel, well, it does, but mm -hmm. it's not just so we get to have full chairs in the things <laughs> that we host and prepare. Right. It's something that we know is vital to our lives as Christians to grow in Christ. And so that's why we're doing this. And so we want these things for you because we know how vital these things mm -hmm. are. Yeah, so think about um, you know, why Jesus came. Jesus, uh, it wasn't for God so loved the world that he sent his only son so that the world would have a religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it, you know, God so loved the world that he wanted the world to be with him. And, and it, was, it was that sin that was creating an eternal distance mm -hmm. between the world and God. And so God says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything necessary to deal with that distance-making sin. And um, it's, you know, eternity-destroying sin. It's, and so, uh, and, but, but essentially God was saying, I don't, I, don't, I don't want you to be without me. I don't want you to do life on your own. I didn't design you to do it on your own. I designed you to do it with me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, going back to the, the Vine and the Branches passage that we've been on all summer, you know, that there, there is something that we're designed to be, uh, uh, make our home in, the Vine, Jesus. 
and his life flowing through us is what produces Christ-like fruit in our lives. Mm. And so to, um, to understand what it means to have, to, to make our home in Christ, to remain in him, to abide in him, and to let the Holy, his Holy Spirit move through us, that's the abundant life God came to bring all of us um, through Christ. And most of us are trying to live our lives driving our own bus uh, in a way we were never designed to drive. Mm -hmm. And God so wants us to say, please let me drive the bus. Uh, go sit in the back, enjoy the ride. Uh, we have wonderful things to do, but I can't do it if you won't let me steer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so the, the invitation is to the abundant life. Yeah. It, it, it's not to classes and ministry programming. It's an invitation to understand what it is, what it is to live the abundant life. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so those are a lot of the options that we have coming this fall. And I just kind of want to share a couple of dates with you so that you can kind of know when these things are kicking off. Mm -hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong in any of these things. Um, but September 11th, that's a Sunday in a couple of weeks from now. Um, September 11th, we're having a ministry fair immediately after mm -hmm. the service. So at about 1145-ish. And there'll be a picnic outside in the Circle Drive area. Um, and we'll also have a variety of tables set out um, so you can talk to some of these uh, leaders of some of these ministries or small groups and get more information about what does it look like to participate in this? Um, what's the time frame? What's the expectations? Those kinds of mm -hmm. things. So that's September 11th. Um, September 14th, the following Wednesday, we're having a volunteer training. And so there'll be more information coming about that. But just make sure that if you're volunteering at Faith Covenant, make sure you put that on your calendar. That'll be at 6.15 p.m. And then the following Sunday on the 18th, that's when our first Grow Hour classes for Sunday mornings will begin. So that'll be starting at 9 o'clock before the service at 10.30. And then the following Wednesday, or yes, the following Wednesday on the 21st, we're having a prayer evening to mm -hmm. kind of pray over some of these ministries. Mm -hmm. Is there anything more that you want to say about that? I would, I would simply invite you to come mm -hmm. uh, and, and join us as we worship God and pray together. Uh, specifically, we're praying for children's ministry and youth ministry. Um, we hope to have a, a new leader in youth ministry by that time, and we're launching Awani Together. Awani Together, two, two big initiatives mm -hmm. um, designed to help grow young people. And so uh, we know the, the Lord would uh, is calling us uh, to pray, and so we invite you to join us for that on the 21st. 21st at and so then, so yep, that's Wednesday the 21st, and then those Wednesday evening programs will then kick off the following Wednesday on the 28th. So lots of things to get in, involved in, lots of ways to do discipleship, but always remember that discipleship is not limited to these things that we're doing at church. Um, I know of families in our congregation that do discipleship with their neighbors mm -hmm. in a variety of different ways, or discipleship with coworkers. Mm -hmm. um, and so don't hesitate to do discipleship outside of uh, the faith covenant umbrella, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. So there's always ways to, to do that. And really, I mean, we'll probably talk about this a lot as, as fall goes on, but I, I just really want to give that encouragement to parents that you are discipling your children. Um, you may not think of it as discipleship. You may just think of it as like, oh, I need to teach my kids the basics. 
Mm-hmm. That is discipleship. Mm-hmm. Um, the time you spend with your kids is discipleship. So um, that can feel daunting, mm-hmm. but I don't think it needs to. So Yeah, I, I would say Pastor Sarah is, is very intentional about helping parents learn what, you know, practical ways to help uh, their kids learn what it is to follow Jesus. So parents, I'd encourage you to participate, especially in Omana together, but also Sunday mornings. Yeah. yeah. And can I just say Sunday mornings, gang, um, following Jesus includes being part of the church and being together. So mm-hmm. uh, if, if we haven't seen you in a while, uh, we miss you and mm-hmm. you're always uh, welcome back. So come on home. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so that's kind of a snapshot of a lot of the things that are going on this fall. And just again, discipleship requires just intentionality. So mm-hmm. kind of going back to what Brad said earlier, we really just need to kind of look at our uh, time and our schedule and say, am I really devoting myself to God? And mm-hmm. is there anything that I need to change? So um, if you have questions about that, we're happy to talk to you. Any final thoughts from you, Brad? Make Christ your home, yeah, and you will find great power and purpose in living. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, if you join us next week, we're planning on having a discussion with Pastor Sarah about some of the children's uh, stuff that we have going on this fall. So please tune in for that. Whether you're a parent or not, there's going to be good stuff for you. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Pastor Brad, for being here. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.